This episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by patrons like Abe. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar at patreon.com slash run jump stomp. Episode 151 of Switchcraft is brought to you by Audible. Get a free book and directly support the stream by checking out Audible. They have thousands of books from every genre. You're definitely going to find something you like. Just head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash audible and get your free book today. Switchcraft is recorded live three times a week on Tuesday and Thursday at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturdays at whatever time I can get around to it. Uh, head on over to twitch.tv slash run jump stomp. And when you get over there, you will be greeted by these awesome people. Uh, we've got Vaxer, Decor, Doylesbane, Aerslia, Electrical Skateboard, Frank the Tank, Link31254, Mikey B. Playing, Ostrich Owen, Pudding, and The Lurkers. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with me while I do the show. I really appreciate it. Let's start with some feedback. Uh, Paul on Twitter sent me a message. Uh, they said at run jump stomp, which is how you can get a hold of me there. Uh, been listening to your podcast for about two or three months now, and I gotta say, I love it. And the new acoustic mute city theme from F Zero at the end is awesome. All right, well, if you want more fantastic music like that, then make sure that you check out Tom Winter on YouTube. That's Tom Winter, he does acoustic uh video game music and he does such an amazing job at it uh until i changed to the f-zero mute city music uh i was using his um oh gerudo valley from ocarina of time his his arrangement of that and i'm i'm a big fan of his i think he does a great job and so make sure that you head on over to hit to tom winter on youtube and subscribe to him there and make sure that you tell him that you you found out about him through my show if you are looking for other ways to get a hold of me, you can email me at run I'm sorry, runjumpstomp at gmail.com. You can call and leave a voicemail at 260-RUN-JUMP. That's 260-786-5867. Uh, make sure it's short so I can play it on the show. And, um, you know, just head on over to Twitch or join our Discord, runjumpstomp.com slash uh, Discord. And there's constantly conversations going on in there, although it's been a little dead the past couple days. Uh, at least the Nerd Nest has. The The other channels have been getting uh, some chatter, but uh, hasn't been too much conversation <laughs> recently. Uh, putting in chat at Twitch right now is picking on me because last time, uh, you know what, I'll talk about that. I'll talk about that later. All right, I'm not sure if you guys are aware, but Saturday is going to be the one-year anniversary of the Nintendo Switch. So last year, March 3rd, I came home from work, I think it was a Friday, and sure enough, on my doorstep, delivered via Amazon, was my Nintendo Switch. I was so excited. I had already planned ahead as to what I was going to do. Um, I live streamed the opening of it. Uh, so I came inside, I turned on, this is back before I had my old studio, uh, which is actually my wife's sewing room. So I had like a green screen behind me and terrible lighting. Uh, it was really, really bad. And, uh, you know, my wife's sewing projects were everywhere, although you guys couldn't see them. Uh, but I came home from work, uh, grabbed it off my front porch, 
uh, hooked everything up. My stream was going. I was I was talking about how heavy it felt, which really surprised me. And, you know, the snap of the Joy-Cons going in and out. And, uh, you know, it was just a really, really exciting day. And then I realized, hey, wait a second. There's no Legend of Zelda. So they delivered the Switch, but not the game. So I grabbed my son and I said, guess what, buddy? We are going to Best Buy. And I drove to Best Buy and they had a copy of Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild that had not been sold. So I bought that. I went home, um, plugged it in, uh, turned the stream back on and loaded up the game. And I was transported to Hyrule and had an absolute blast. So that was on March 3rd last year, which is coming up on Saturday. And the reason I'm uh, talking about all that, and I'll probably, you know, talk about it again, because it was an exciting day. It was an exciting day. I've been looking forward to the next Nintendo console since Satoru Iwata uh, announced that Nintendo was going to start making games for mobile platforms. And in, in order to let his shareholders know that Nintendo wasn't done with home consoles, uh, he said, and we are also working on something called the Nintendo NX. And that's not, that's just a, uh, um, like a code name for it. Cause we don't know what we're going to call it yet. Um, we're still working on that stuff, so don't worry. And I went to my wife and I said, honey, Nintendo's bringing out a new console. I'm going to start putting away money for it. And she said, go ahead. Uh, and, you know, luckily enough, by the time it took them so long uh, to actually bring out the Switch that uh, I had quite a bit saved up by the time that that happened. I was able to buy two, one for me and one for my son. Well, the reason I'm bringing all this up is because... Nintendo is going to hit their anniversary on Saturday. And, you know, a lot of people are talking about, are we going to see a Nintendo Direct on that day? So I was like, well, I don't think Nintendo would do anything on a Saturday. And I went to Wikipedia and you can find a link in the show notes. And this is this morning while I was uh, eating my breakfast I was on Wikipedia and I put the dates in descending order. So it was going with most recent to previous. And I went through every single Nintendo Direct and I uh, barked at my phone and said, hey, phone, what day was this on? And it was like, oh, that was on a Monday and this was on a Friday and that was on a Wednesday and that was a Thursday. And I got all the way through 2017 and not one day was on a Saturday. And I was like, boy, I don't think we're going to see them. I don't think Nintendo is going to do anything on the anniversary. And then I started going through 2016 and I got about halfway through and there was one that was on a Saturday. And I was like, oh, OK, well, that's interesting. And I kept going and I went through about three years of Nintendo Directs, seeing what days that they were on. And there were probably two, three or four that ended up on a Saturday. So. Do I think that we're going to see something, uh, a Nintendo Direct presentation on Saturday, March 3rd? It wouldn't be unprecedented for Nintendo to do something on a Saturday, but it's not something that they do often. Now, if it's something that they're going to do, um, you know, how do I want to phrase this? Sure, it's not something that they do often, but if they were going to do one on a Saturday, I think that the anniversary of the Switch would certainly uh, be a good time to do that. So I think that there is a chance. I'm, I'm certainly not saying that there's zero chance, 
And of course, I have no insider information. I don't know anybody at Nintendo. My uncle does not work at Nintendo. And so this is just me grasping at straws. I can't tell you what Nintendo is going to do, but I can tell you what I would do if I were Nintendo is I would hold a Nintendo Direct and I would talk about, first off, the first year and how amazing it was for probably, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. I would talk about what a great first year that we had because there are still some people out there that don't have a Nintendo Switch and they might be on the fence about it. And having Nintendo show us how fantastic of a first year that they've had would go a long way to towards convincing those people that they ought to get a switch. And then after that first 10 minutes, I would start showing some stuff that maybe we, they can highlight more of at E3. Now, I know a lot of people like to say, well, we want E3 to have all these big surprises, but Nintendo in the past few years, since they've done their Nintendo Direct videos, they really have taken away uh, a lot of the pressure that falls on them at E3. They're not like other companies where uh, they say nothing all year and that E3, they just have a waterfall of new information. Uh, Nintendo instead uh, gives us you know, little things throughout the year. I guess one way to be, I'm going to use a sports analogy, which is weird for me. In in baseball, you've got like a single, a double, a triple, and a home run. Uh, a lot of companies will do a home run at E3 and nothing else, while Nintendo will do a single here and a double here and a triple here and a single here and a single there. So they are constantly giving us information. I mean, and they really ramped it up last year. There were uh, quite a few Nintendo Directs last year. Um, and so I think that it would be really good for Nintendo to show us some of the things, just glimpses of what we're going to see at E3 in June. Um, and then they can expand upon that stuff when E3 actually hits. I think that that would be great. Uh, let's see. Uh, Pudding says, release Smash 4 Deluxe if you want to sell the console. Well, I, I agree that that would sell a lot of consoles. And I know that there's also a lot of people who are against that. They don't want Nintendo to uh, bring a deluxe version or the definitive version of that game to the Switch because they want Smash uh, 5 instead. And those are those people, I think, are the vocal minority. Uh, they're also Nintendo's diehard fans, and they've already bought a console. And chances are, even if they're kind of grumpy about it, they'll probably also be the people who line up first to buy the definitive version of Smash on the Switch. Um, they certainly, I don't think that they, they're not going to say, and they're not going to do the anniversary on March 3rd and say, and it's in stores today, or and you can pick it up on the eShop today, not with Smash. Smash, I think... Uh, they'll do something else. I think it'll be a, a, a bigger thing. That's something that you want to do for E3. Um, but then again, I remember when Smash was coming out for the Wii U and 3DS, and they had a lot of different directs. Like, they would have a direct talking about Thing X, and at the end, they would be like, oh yeah, by the way, Cloud's going to be a character in the game. Um They'd have a direct about this and they'd be and then they would say, oh, by the way, uh, this is going to be a character in the game. And they would have, you know, so and so joins the battle, that kind of thing. 
So I think it would be great if we found out more about Smash coming to the Switch, but I don't know if they would do that on the first year anniversary. Although, honestly, after the fantastic first year that they have, that would be a great way to like end cap it. Whoa, nice graphics. I'd like to get my hands on that game. Speaking of Nintendo's fantastic first year, there were a lot of really, really good games released on the Nintendo Switch last year and some that were released this year as well. And now you can tell Nintendo whether or not you liked their games. You can go over to their website. There's a link in the show notes. And you can not only review their game by giving it stars, like one out of five stars. I mean, between one and five stars. That's how I meant to say it. But you can also give your thoughts on it. Now, I'm sure that Nintendo is going to be looking at these first to see, okay, uh, make sure that it's all appropriate for our website. But I think that that's really good. And I Nintendo... Now that they're updating their website in order to let you review Switch titles, uh, I, I opened up the eShop to see if there was anything there. And when I looked, and I, I don't know if it's been updated today because I've been at work all day, but when I looked, I didn't see any of this information available. So like if somebody had given Breath of the Wild four out of five stars or something like that, I didn't see anything like that in the eShop. But I would be flabbergasted if Nintendo didn't make this information uh, available in the eShop because that's where people go to shop. Um, I know that there's some people who will go to the website and buy games, and it's cool that you can do that. I actually have done that a couple times where somebody sent me a link and I'm like, oh, you know what, I'll buy the game through that, and then I can download it on my on my Switch later. Um, but that's where most, of the pe- most people look for games on their Switch as they go to the eShop. So I think that the, having the reviews there is going to be very good. And it, I think it's going to be a lot like the iTunes reviews, where somebody will write a review about a um, about something. And, you know, on iTunes, you can't say certain things. Um, you can't say like things that are, you know, racially insensitive or, you know, profanity and things like that. You know, they edit that stuff to make sure that that doesn't show up. I'm sure that Nintendo is going to do the same exact thing. And I think it's a good idea. Now, I, I'm really kind of irritated that it took Nintendo so long to allow people to review their games. But I'm glad that they're doing that because I think that this will help people decide between the hundreds of games that are on the eShop. Like literally, there are like 300 games on the eShop. I think there's even more on the on the Japanese eShop. And when you go there, there's nothing to differentiate them other than this one's popular. Well, just because a game is popular doesn't mean that it's necessarily good. It just means it probably just came out. The games that just came out are usually going to be at the top of the popular list, although not always. Um, And so I think that this is going to be it's going to help people decide between two games like, oh, this one got an average of three stars and this one got an average of two stars. Uh, The only thing that I worry is, will Nintendo be 100 percent honest about this? I think that they will. If they don't, then they would probably suffer a whole lot of backlash and it would be really bad public relations for them. Um, But I'm really looking forward to being able to sort by average rating. I can say, all right, show me all the games that are 10 bucks on the eShop 
and show me all the five star ones only. And then I've got my work cut out for me as to what games I'm going to play. This is really weird. Uh, this is via at Splatoon News on Twitter. Uh, they said, in Japan, a chocolate egg will be released that comes with one of 16 Splatoon 2 figures. Uh, if you are um, listening to it now, you can click the link in the show notes so that you can see what it looks like. That's a really cool figure. It's not an amiibo, or I'm sure that they would have said that. It's just a small plastic figure about the same size as, a you know, the Cadbury cream egg that you would buy in a gas station or something. It doesn't say anything about whether or not these are a, going to be a worldwide release. I mean, with Easter coming up, you'd, you'd think that it would be perfect because it's a holiday that a lot of people celebrate, even if they're... Even if they're not of that denomination, a lot of people, go, they go out and they hunt for eggs or they get candy for their kids or or that kind of thing. Um, I think it would be really cool f- for Nintendo to sell these worldwide, these little Splatoon figures. I think that they look cool and I'd like to have a couple, you know, on the shelf behind me. I think that'd be neat. Um, but right now we have no idea if it's going to be Japan only or if it's going to be worldwide. Uh, putting in chat says, I want the toy, keep the chocolate. Yeah, I agree. I'm trying to stay away from sugar, which is always tough around this time of year because, you know, my kids, you know, they get they get candy at Easter. And then I'm like, hey, can dad have one of them Reese's Pieces? You know, uh, but anyway. I'm really I'm really hoping that they bring these worldwide because the figures do look cool. Now, I I have heard some people say, are these like Kinder eggs? And if you don't know what a Kinder egg is, it's basically a chocolate egg with a toy inside of it. And it doesn't say whether or not these are with the figure inside the egg, which is a terrible idea. Um, I think it would just be better if it's packaged alongside of it. Um, but if it is a, like a Kinder Egg where the toy is inside the egg, then it won't come to the United States because those are illegal in the United States because kids choke on them sometimes. So uh, I'm not sure what's going on with that, but it looks really cool. They've got a they even and I'll tell you the one that I want the most. I want the 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 sleeping cat. Um, I forget his name from Splatoon. What is what is the cat's name in Splatoon? I'm racking my brain. Judge. Judd. Judd it is. It's Judd. And I, I want the little Judd figure because he looks super rad. Well, yesterday I played a whole lot of Super Mario Odyssey, uh, Luigi's Balloon World. Um, I, <laughs> And this is what uh, someone was talking about at the beginning of the show is that I tweeted out popping balloons and then gave my, uh, you know, twitch.tv slash run jump stop only on Twitter. I did a typo and typed pooping balloons, which is hilarious. Uh, but anyway, that's beside the point. Uh, here's what I want to talk about. Man, Balloon World is fantastic. It can be really, really rage inducing. It can be really, really frustrating. But I had an absolute blast playing that game. If you want to watch the the video on the on demand video of me looking for balloons that people were posting, uh, just click on the link in the show notes. It'll take you there. Um, basically, what I did is I made a Google form where people could submit their 
their balloon and I just kind of went in order and I was looking for people's balloons that were they were submitting. I had so much fun playing that. Uh, there were definitely some balloons that I couldn't couldn't get to. And it wasn't because the people were cheating by hiding them like in the walls or anything like that. People are really, really creative with where they are able to hide the balloons in that game. And even after I could find like where it was, I had trouble sometimes figuring out how in God's name could I get to it? Like there was some real challenges there. And if you are really good at Mario and you haven't played uh, the Balloon World thing, you are missing out on an absolute fantastic time. So make sure that you update that game if you haven't traded it in or whatever. And stop looking for extra moons if you've already finished the story if you haven't finished the story yet finish the story as fast as you can not only because balloon world is awesome but because you know there's moments at the end of that that are just you just want to give the you want to give mr koizumi a high five for what he did at the end of the game or halfway through the game in fact there you know there were so many great moments in that game that if you haven't finished it yet you owe it to yourself to finish it so get finishing that game and then make sure that you join our discord runjumpstomp.com discord and in the discord there is a uh there's a channel i think i'm, I'm looking at it right now let me game specific there we go it's called mario balloon world codes i guess i should call that um luigi balloon world codes but i'm not going to change it uh but join the discord and you can post your uh codes there and other people can try for them and you can try for other people's and i had a blast doing that and it's really a lot more fun when you're playing it against people who are specifically trying to hide them from you like you like our little community uh it's really fun looking for those balloons and trying to find them because as soon as you find it you jump into the discord and you're like ha i found that one let's try another one so make sure that you guys join there uh luigi balloon world is fantastic and i could play a whole lot more of that game All right, everyone, three quick stories for the uh, lightning round. Uh, number one, Battle Chasers Night War has now been submitted to Nintendo. That is awesome. Uh, this was announced via Twitter, I think. Let me look real quick. Um, I don't know. Yes, it was. It was a. Uh, it was announced via Twitter, and they said update for those patiently waiting for the Switch version of Battle Chasers Night War. The game has been submitted to Nintendo, and once approved, will have a release date shortly thereafter. Speaking of release dates, um, Outlast Bundle of Terror was not only announced today, but it was released today. So they didn't do any hype ahead of time. I think they showed like a screenshot of it running on the Switch once. Uh, but for $24.99, you can get Outlast Bundle of Terror. And Outlast is a, a survival horror game. Now, my favorite horror game of all time is Alien Isolation. I absolutely adored that game. Um, a lot of people have told me that I need to play Outlast, although I really don't like gross stuff. Um, if I do play Outlast, I'll probably play it on the Switch. Um, but... I don't know. I, I, I can't make a decision. I, I, I'm, I'm, I don't like gory stuff and it, I guess it's supposed to be really, really gory. Um, 
but I'm always looking for another horror game that will scare me without grossing me out. Anyway, uh, that's beside the point. Um, another game, uh, Harvest Moon Light of Hope Limited Edition for Nintendo Switch. If you are interested in picking up one of those, make sure you go to the show notes, click on the link. It doesn't uh, benefit me at all. It just goes to the, the official website and you can pick it up there. But I know that somebody posted it in um, our Switchcraft Links uh, channel, and that means that people are excited about this. Uh, although keep in mind that Harvest Moon, like games that are called Harvest Moon, are not not made by the same people that used to make the Harvest Moon games. I think that those games are called something season or something like that. Um, but if you're excited for the new Harvest Moon game, make sure that you click on the link so you can get that limited edition thing. And finally, there's a trailer for the new Pokemon movie, Pokemon Movie 21. It's called Everyone's Story. You can watch the trailer and the link in the show notes, of course. And, uh, you know, I'm not super excited for it, but I know that there's a lot of people out there who are excited for Pokemon Day, and you can go watch the, the trailer. The trailer's in Japanese, but it might be awesome. Who knows? Well, everyone, that is all the time that we have for today. If there's a story that I missed or a topic that you would like discussed, let me know in one of the ways that I mentioned at the beginning of the show. If you are looking for ways to support the show, you can easily do so by heading on over to runjumpstomp.com support. Once you're there, you'll find all kinds of links. Some are free, some cost money. Uh, any kind of support that you guys can give really, really helps. Uh, one way that you can do so is just by sharing the show with a friend. If you enjoy it, then your friends will probably enjoy it too. So just let them know that Nintendo Switchcraft is a, is a show that you think that they should listen to. And don't forget to stop by the YouTube channel. Uh, youtube.com slash run jump stomp and while we're talking about youtube uh, make sure that you go over to tom winter's uh, youtube channel as well as noteblock's youtube channel and give them a subscribe over there i'm out of here i will see you guys on thursday and then we'll only have a couple days left until the anniversary what's going to happen 